Lewis Hamilton though, down the back straight, he's got a slipstream, he almost touches Verstappen, they almost make contact, into turn nine, Verstappen stays ahead of Lewis Hamilton, of all the drama, of all the controversy, of all the magic moments in Formula One in 2021, it comes down to this, and at this moment, it looks like it's going to go the way of Max Verstappen, Mercedes not happy, Red Bull will be delighted, they have shared a brilliant championship battle but the championship can only be won by one and it's going Dutch in 2021 Max Verstappen for the first time ever is champion of the world and it's lights out and away we go Max Verstappen Formula One world champion I didn't think I'd be saying those words. Is it concrete yet, though? What? Is it concrete? Listen, we're not going to talk about the challenge or protest that Mercedes has locked just yet. We'll talk about it later in the pod. But, you know, before we unpack all of this, congratulations to Max Verstappen on winning his first ever Formula One World Championship and putting an end to the Mercedes double championship era yeah for sure um when are you gonna wear your max shirt slash jersey as soon as i uh receive my max for staff in uh merchandise uh i'll be wearing it <laughs> i told you it was over bro you said it was over um it didn't look that way up until the very end but let's just talk about this we all knew that we were watching a very special F1 season. One of the best all time. We had an idea it was going down to the last race, but could anyone have guessed it would take to the final lap? Yeah, all jokes aside, like, Red Bull got a miracle today. Miracle. And I mean... King Latifi. Matt, uh, Christian Horner was on the radio on the last 10 lives, like, you know, the racing guy, we need something. And that race was done. And then on lap 54, Michael Schumacher was looking out for his record I think it was when like, he had Mick go like side by side. Bro. 54 is when the crash happened. Was it? Yeah, I just pulled it up. I don't think it was 54, but sure. I mean, he. I told you, Michael Schumacher, Mick Schumacher was going to play a part in his dad and staying. Obviously, uh, Latifi got some uh, dust or dirt on his tires. He lost the rears, went flying into the wall. And from there, we had a, a safety car where Max pitted, put on a fresh set of softs. Yeah, it was a lot to unpack, but, I mean, did Latifi get a bag from Red Bull? I, Does he get a bag? As, <laughs> as bitter as I am, and I want to say that this is all just, no one can foresee that happening. No, I'm the, saying, does like, he get a bag? Like, does I mean, Christian oh, Horner I, treat him really well? Listen, Christian Horner said post-race, like, thank you, Nicholas Latifi. He's getting a nice Red Bull He check. definitely deserves a care package from Red Bull. Oh, he's getting um, unlimited Red Bulls for life. But it is, the, the irony in all of this is that Mick Schumacher inadvertently protected his dad i don't know why those two were racing like you guys like just end off your season bro like why are you guys even racing you know i was so nervous going into today's race lewis hamilton on the medium tires has 
an incredible start with one of the best reaction times ever. And, I mean, we got to see Lewis, like, maybe the best Lewis we've seen these last few races. Yeah, I mean, result aside, Lewis was the better driver today. Like, Max got a lot of circumstances. Think about Brazil. Think about, like, how he's closed this year. Of course, Lewis lost himself this championship. It's pretty obvious. Had he been locked in all year, the result's different. But I'm hopeful now that it inspires him and drives him to come back next season in a brand new era with a complete vengeance to get number eight. And a good teammate, actually. And a great teammate. We saw today what a great teammate can do. Checo drove outstanding. You know? Yeah, he held up loose eight seconds. And if that doesn't happen, Max is behind Lewis by... A lot more. A lot more in that first virtual safety car, Lewis could pit with the safety, right? He could have pit with the safety. And that was, you know, Red Bull was able to make the gambles throughout the race with the two yellow flags. Um, you know, Mercedes obviously opted to stay the conservative route and keep track position. Their strategy was flawless other than Latifi. Like, you got to think about it. They understood that Hamilton was going to catch up to the four cars. Like, there was no way without a yellow flag, Max was catching up to Lewis because just like... It, even if Lewis's tires gave out, there was no way Max was making his way through those four, those five There's no cars. Way. There's so, no way. I mean, look, Mercedes didn't really make a mistake. It was really lightning in a bottle for Red Bull. I lightning say. in a bottle, miracle. Um, obviously, we're recording this right after the race. We're in the middle of uh, Mercedes lodging their protest against um, race control because, you know, there's clear rules. The rules were... They were bent. They were bent. But the same could be said about Lewis and Max into, what was it, turn five? Yeah, the first turn where... And, you know, that happened in uh, Brazil. But it's like, the rules have been bent all year. Like, I really don't think anything's going to change. They're obviously going to... Yeah, but that's, like, significant, though. Like, that is really significant. You're talking about a whole different rule change because... Michael Massey said it's it's racing and he wanted to have racing for the fans. And it was incredible, but... Yeah, I mean... Like I said two podcasts ago, F1 is more entertainment than in a sport. And that's where it's like, what's the point of having rules? And the rules have gone in Red Bull and Mercedes' favor at different times throughout the year. Yeah, but this is different. This is not like up for interpretation. The hard cut rule is you need to get all cars aligned. That's right. Like, it's not like... And the toughest part about all of this is Lewis had the race in the, in the bag. It was done. Yeah, I see. I think the toughest part about everything is when you look at it as like, yeah, Max forced Lewis off the turn. He didn't give him space. Whatever you want to call it, he lunged forward. That's up for interpretation. There is no interpretation for safety cars. Yes, completely changed the rules. Yeah, like, like that's what I will come and say. Like, Now, Mercedes literally were on their ninth live. They didn't have another life. They got so lucky all year. And finally, the luck has really struck in Red Bull's favor. Because, I mean, Max got Silverstone. He had his tire blow up in Baku. So it's like, there's all these things that happened that... You know, Red Bull should have probably been in a lot more commanding position. Like, realistically, if, if they don't have a lot of bad luck. What, did Mer- what bad luck did Mercedes really have? Towards the end of the year, everything went... I no, mean, I'm talking about, like, during the year. Do you remember any, any big you know, events? There, it, I wouldn't say bad luck. It was more just they didn't... Um, they weren't fast enough reacting to Red Bull's dominance early on. And Baku they made was mistakes. Baku Lewis, was Lewis's mistake. It Lewis really just luck. had to finish in Baku, and obviously he destroyed his brakes by overheating and locking up. But and then you look at Max when um, he 
a crash in Baku. That wasn't his fault. That was just a yeah. probably tire going, right? So, so, you know. And then he got hit listening, by Bottas. Listening to Max in the race, obviously, he was like, oh, I'm not, not surprised. Like, he felt like everything was going against him. And then the Latifi incident. I, it is just, it's crazy because that Rob Lewis of number eight. And then rob him. He was that close to getting number eight. Obviously, we're going to look at everything leading up to it, but in this race, it's cr- it's just crazy. To the think. way I look at it is like, I mean, if you believe in sport gods, Lewis didn't th- didn't turn it on till the second yeah. half of the year, and he, and he has to pay the price for it. And ultimately, like I can't say, I can't discount anything because it's racing. Like Nicholas TV crashed. Yeah. Like that that happened. Yeah, it, it, but like you guys are fighting for 1415. Like just go pack it up. You guys suck. It is unbelievable. I was um you know, in the moment we're all watching this together like I, I was gutted. And then um you see the race finish. Max is obviously in tears. Lewis is having a moment with his dad, but he came back out there, congratulated Max. I mean, Lewis took the high road, man. He's a seven-time champion. This is not. Like, this is a. This is a little bit of a down, but he this could is a have make or break easily anything. been on the flip side of complaining about the rules. He didn't even bring that up in his post-race interview or Still anything. Still, we rise. Still, we rise. They said Lewis will see you next year, and he, he just said we'll see. Like, it's going to take a lot for him to decompress after this. We're going into a brand new era. Oh, it's going to be difficult for Lewis to win. Uh, uh, no, bro. I put on wax. I thought Lewis was going to win and George was going to Lewis is going to be like chilling for the first half of the year. Lewis is going to destroy the world championship driver championship next year. I promise you. There's a lot of like, he's going to be 37 years old. It doesn't matter. We've seen what he can do when he's actually locked in. This may be his last hurrah. I think he may be called a pack. A if he after can now come back and win eight, it'll be very special. Obviously. Um, but man, like you think about the race start today, it was incredible. Yeah. I think the highest one we've seen is like 0.29 and that was 0.25. That was a, that was a crazy start by Lewis. It's unreal. Like, man. like it, it was, it, I, I cannot believe the race we just watched. Obviously it wasn't a very racy race, but no, it was literally it kept you on your, on it was the literally edge of your virtual safety car. <laughs> Lewis is pulling away. Checo. I mean, Checo did his thing, bro. I mean, I can't say enough about Checo. Checo. But it's like, that's what you need in a teammate. Checo I mean, on old, soft tires. Put a fight up with Lewis. And and, and, and obviously, Lewis can't get in an accident, right? So it's, gotta be it's a little careful. tougher, right? But it's like, where was Valtteri all racing? Let's not dump, dive into Valtteri Honestly, now. But we, Valtteri was a complete non-factor in this race. Hey, bro. I don't even know where he finished. Where did he finish? I think like fourth or fifth. It is now the era of George Russell coming in. I I honestly think if you put, like, this is just me shooting stuff in the air, but I think if George stayed with Mercedes, race with Mercedes this year, Lewis would have won. Because I really think that Valtteri allowed Lewis to coast for the first half of the year. Definitely. Because, like, think about this, right? When you have Nico, Nico is not giving you any space to breathe, bro. Yeah, that's that's the part where it's like you can you need a teammate to push you. And but, obviously, Lewis was just in complete cruise control, felt no pressure. And then it 
took Max to challenge him to really be like, okay, I got to lock Because we really saw what Lewis looked like in his peak form. And it's like, if you saw Lewis do that from the beginning of the year, he would have he would have destroyed the championship. At least that's in my opinion. And, you know, having a great team, and I stress this on, on like, I think day two, is that Valtteri Bottas is terrible for Mercedes. Yeah. And, and I was, I, and I'll sing my, I will sing those horses. I believe that, sure, he can make a number two driver, but if you want to keep elevating your team, you need a, a guy that is going to challenge your number one driver, but it's still got to be cordial, right? And George Russell is not going to just lay down like Valtteri has. Like, Valtteri showed that he has zero racing in him in terms of how do you sit behind Yuki Sonoda for 20 plus laps? He didn't yeah. even get past Yuki until, Yuki until Yuki pitted. pitted yeah. Like, he, he technically never overtook Yuki. Yuki pitted. It's crazy. So, to me, it's just like, Valtteri bought... And you know what? To be fair, we don't know what strategy Mercedes is running. Maybe they said, just keep your tires in line, get the 30, and then you you'll, you'll might play a part of a race, right? Because they think it was a two-stopper. That might have been it. So, Valtteri was on a one-stop, and he would eventually play a part. But at the end of the day, it's like... You did nothing. Checo actually won that race for Max, just like Valtteri lost that race for Lewis. Because if Valtteri was in front of Max when Max first pitted, he would have had to go through the same duel. Exactly. That but, nine but, seconds. But let's be honest. But let's be honest. Would Valtteri even put up a fight against Max? No, we know that. Checo put up an incredible fight where we saw a gap that was nine, ten seconds, a race to zero. It was, yeah, it was eight at the time, and it was a race to one second. But it just showed you, like... I, I was on the podcast for the last, last two episodes saying it's Mercedes favored. Their car is way better. They have a clear advantage here. Lewis is, it's, it's, Mercedes is clearly the better team and Max was the better driver of the year. Like those are two things that stood out for me very clearly. I mean, I called it in what Hungary or whatever, or sorry, before Cota that Mercedes was going to lock up the constructor and Max would win the driver's championship because you just see there's different levels to it. Right. And, Lewis didn't elevate to Max's level till probably summer break. Like he, exactly. he, and it was crazy how Max came out and said, "If I had their car, this championship would have been over, and probably would have been." Like honestly, if if that car was aligned to Max's setup and Max was on point all year, I think Max would have destroyed Lewis if you flipped the situations. And that's where Fernando Alonso said, "Like Mercedes deserves the constructors; they made a better car." Yeah, Max they, diver- deserves the drivers. He had a better year. It feels like justice was was had in terms of. Not in this particular race. Like, obviously, you look up to all, a lot of events. And this was just one. This is lightning in a bottle. This race was a disservice to Mercedes. But over the year, a full year, over nine months. Max deserved it. Max was a better driver in the nine months. And I already said, like, it would really stink for him if he didn't win the, the driver championship because he's been near flawless. He, he literally only had that mistake. His first big mistake was his... Accident in Jeddah. So, you know, where do we go from here? We got to wait till the third weekend in March. We're talking about Valtteri before we even get there. Uh, uh, yeah, but I mean, the third weekend of March, we don't even know what's going to happen. I don't think uh, the FIA is going to overturn the championship. I don't think they will either, but it, it, <clears throat> it, we like it begs to differ. It's like, is it a sport or is it an entertainment? Because I understand when there's gray lines in terms of battling. That's a, that's a hard thing. This is not a hard thing to judge. This was literally the race director, Michael Massey. Making a call made, saying, I want to He be, made his I own rule. Exactly. So 
my issue with the race is not like I understand that Lewis didn't get the penalty in Brazil and then they flipped the switch here. And you know what? Max ran him off the track. So maybe Lewis should have slowed down. Maybe they should have had them closer. Sure. But Lewis still had the advantage going to that corner. My issue is that Michael Massey literally just took a rule and threw it out the window. And it, it that's, not it up for interp- rule. that's not up for interpretation. That's the real issue. He And he made it for entertainment purposes, which is, again, is it a sport or entertainment? Um, obviously, go hand in hand. But that, that final lap, obviously, before Lewis took off, like, Verstappen was side by side with him. And it was, it was just Lewis crazy. made a mistake there, though. And then Lewis finally does take off. Max takes the lunch early. And Lewis came back, even on those tires that were so much older, got the slipstream. It looked like they were going to hit. Yeah. Like, Shush, they were literally tire by tire. We have to talk about how great of a driver Lewis is. Like, he was keeping up pace with Max in those old tires. He would have won the race if it wasn't for Latifi. Like, it showed, and he had to battle two Red Bulls. It showed you Lewis's greatness when he's fully locked in. Like, Lewis is definitely the best driver of this era as of right now. Max deserved it, but I think Lewis was sleeping for half the year. Um, I mean, I, I can't say enough, man. He fought two drivers, and he still... He, he should have won that race if it wasn't for Nicholas Latifi. Yeah. But you know what? That's part of racing, right? That part is part of, of racing. racing. Also, let's just talk about what this, what this battle and race did for the sport globally. Like, I, I'm seeing stuff on Instagram, like people that never even talk about F1. Um, different platforms that are sharing it. Like, the whole world was watching, man. Yeah, the whole world was watching. I wonder how many bandwagon fans are going to come out now. Oh, there'll be so many Max bandwagon fans. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of bandwagonists. It's just, it's pretty incredible because it has really started to make its presence felt in the North American side of things. Oh, you mean Max Verstappen? Max Verstappen and the ESPN. Valtteri Bottas. He nodded, which is hilarious. And I think... Didn't you, you know, say the score posted something? The score posted something. Like, I, I mean, I've just seen every... It's it's great for the sport. Obviously, you can kind of laugh at it. It's like, yeah, well, this is this is motorsport at its finest at, at the highest level. Um, people who think NASCAR... NASCAR is not even anywhere near this. Drive to survive, um, bro. Drive to survive. We're now heading into a new era. We're going to have a race in Miami. Can we... Like, can- can we talk about Valtteri first before we we'll get to Valtteri? I, I, I am just yeah, but you're talking about the next. We I'm gotta talk about this so, race. You're looking far ahead. Yeah, Let's but talk about I mean, race. what's there to talk about? He's terrible. No, no. But the thing is, like, what did you do all race? Like, I'm really frustrated because he, it, what from Mercedes control, I you can't factor Latifi. He lost Mercedes that race. I and this factors. I want to talk the whole thing. Mercedes calls. We're intelligent. They took the least mitigated risk. That's all you can do, right? I thought they should have pitted one time and been behind Max. It doesn't matter if you give track position. Your car has a clear pace advantage. That's up for interpretation, right? Now, the only difference there is that Max could have hit Lewis, right? When he had to try to pass him. We all know that. Sure. That is a real thing. But in terms of Mercedes control, the only mistake they really made was Bottas. Yeah. He did not... He did not do anything. He did not play a factor in, what, the last five races? You called it early on in today's race, and you said, is this Valtteri, you know, really sending an FU to Mercedes? Probably. Well, maybe to Lewis? Because it kind of seemed like Valtteri did not care Did you hear Valtteri on the comms at all? 
He was a non-factor. Yeah, he was all. just racing his last race, wanted to finish like, on a Mercedes car. And I think, honestly, Valtteri, with the race ended, Valtteri's probably like, yeah, see, I'm done with this team. Like, he, he probably pulled in. He's going to head on vacay. And listen, he he's just, he's out. I can't wait to see him at the depths of hell in F1, racing for Alfa Romeo. Yeah. I can't wait to comment on him every single week. And be like, oh, look at Valtteri not in a good car. Listen, sitting 18th, 19th. He's going to be uh, in contention every week for dragger of, of the week. Oh, I'm never picking him for my dragger of the week. But that's where he's heading. Him. He's going to the dragger. Oh, no, he's going to the Haas, Haas level territory. So it's going to be really good. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> I know you want to jump into Miami and all this stuff. Let's jump into the ramifications of this race. So I came on the last couple of podcasts saying George Russell will be the world champion. What does this do now that Lewis has lost? So now Red Bull has taken out Mercedes's eight to eight, right? Now it's seven and eight. So threw out a balance, right? What like do we see Mercedes come back harder than ever? Do we see Lewis maybe just say this is it, like retirement? Like what ramifications do you predict after this race? I think that moment with Lewis and his dad after, and just Lewis is obviously. He is greatness personified. Like him, Toto, the whole team. Maybe last year, Lewis just was like, all right, I'm done. I'm going on, doing all my stuff. Maybe he doesn't do, he does a few less appearances outside of racing. Maybe he doesn't go traveling to all the different fashion shows. Maybe he just gets back to the factory and he's like, yo, we're locking in. I need to get number eight. This could be like, you look at other, like, you look at LeBron going back to Cleveland. You look at MJ coming back out of retirement. Like, this could be Lewis come back. Like I was saying, do you think Lewis comes back harder than ever? Or do you think he comes back? I think he same? comes back. Because he seems and very even Again, keel. we're going into now, and listen, I get it. It's still, for Red Bull, it's still kind of hot. No, they're developing their own engine. Mercedes has way more... R&D. No, bro, they're not developing their own engine. It's still Honda-driven. It's just Red Bull. But it's Red Bull branded. It's just Red Bull branded, and, and it's still the same we're, engine. We're going in from 13-inch tires to 18-inch tires, and all of these things. Like, they Mercedes is coming back. Listen, Toto's not going to be there forever either. Like, he's only signed on for another three years too. Like, Toto and Lewis together. But are he owns that. Yeah, but he'll be around. Like, he doesn't want to continue to work as team principal. He obviously maybe he you, moves into yeah. Marco Helmet exactly, but it is this has just shaken up everything, and in Toto's words, it has woken up the lion. Yeah, the thing is when you look at it as well is, um, I've been I've been very clear. Mercedes is gonna come up with the best car. Red Bull is the one that has to make the adjustments. It is a low rate car now. It is not a high rate car like Red Bull has right now. So. I don't think George is a champion anymore, which is really sad. I thought Lewis wins and he he kind of comes to snooze. I think Red Bull doesn't even sneeze the championship next year. Wow. I think you're looking at reminiscence of Nico and Lewis next year. I think That's what a, I believe. It's going to be a George-Lewis battle. That's what I really believe that. And Ferrari will actually surpass Red Bull next year. I feel like Red Bull is going to let up on the gas a little bit. They they seem like that type of team. Like, Let's talk about the celebration. Like They're saying we are the champions. Like, No, Max is the champion. Yeah, Max is <laughs> like you guys weren't the constructors champion. Like at the same time, it's like it's like F one's weird in that. They way. also ha- and this is the thing. Like Red Bull had the constructors. Like they gave it away. Yeah, the thing. Um, it's weird. F one's such a weird sport. Like it's it's by far my favorite sport now. But I mean, I guess it's part entertainment. But 
It's like you're celebrating that you're a champion, but your team's technically not the champions. You know, it's like yeah. th- that's how I feel about it. That's it's kind of like, like Mercedes is that's eight man, eight constructors, eight in, in a, a row. row. Yeah, I like, mean that's an unprecedented mark, right? It just shows you how dominant Mercedes is, in. and that and whatever, irrespective of the driver side of it, it's like Mercedes is best, man. Yeah, who who was actually the better driver today? I think Lewis was. I think so as well. Um, I think listen. It, the better driver doesn't mean you got the best results. That's just the Listen, reality of it. What Max did on that last lap, even though Lewis was a sitting duck, like it still takes balls to do what hey, he did. Hey, remember what we said. On one lap, Max Verstappen. Low on gas. He's got the softs. It he's was like a qualifying lap. It's a qualifying lap for him. And you know, Max on a qualifying lap. You could have the given driver. the exact same circumstances to Bottas and he wouldn't have made that move. Yeah, I, I don't know if he does. What happens if we flip the switch? Do you think Lewis makes that move? Or you think Lewis plays a conservative? Of course, Lewis. I don't know, because Lewis is a lot more conservative. You might because the thing is that we all talked about and you heard is that there was Lewis was shocked that Max made the move so early. Yeah. Like someone thought he was gonna make it later down. So like But I mean, you only have one lap, like you have to take every chance you get. And the thing is, like, talk about conservative, like Lewis came right back. Yeah. Wheel to wheel. But then he had no choice at that point, right? Like, you're either going to lose or you got to try to But still, the move. pace for him to get into that slipstream, and then Max is weaving. Yeah. It, it, was, it was intense, man. And Well, that, that, that's the thing, though, right? Like, when you think about it, it's just... Uh, Mercedes car is that much better, man. I think I, I generally think that. But Lewis showed his skill, man. Like, 45 laps on those hard tires. That's insane. And he was showing no pace to slow down. Like, he was... You know, Max went from 17 to 14 and then couldn't get ahead of 14. Like, Lewis just kept on. He was sitting around 12. Yeah, he was sitting around 12 for a lot of it. And Lewis was just clocking in solid laps. And, yeah, it's um, it's kind of crazy. Like, I, I'm so, I, I don't say I'm upset or devastated. It's a tough one to swallow. And I don't see this protest changing anything. And at the end of the day, Got to give a huge congratulations to Max. Yeah, you do. Um, hot take. I don't think Red Bull should run it back next year. What do you mean? I think Checo's not. Obviously, he showed why he can help win a world championship for Max, but I don't think he's a constructor's championship driver. No, he's not. Yeah. He's, he's, he was. When it comes down to side by side racing, he's a great racer, but he didn't really elevate the team. No, that's the thing. It's like he's 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 definitely better than Bottas, and he he definitely is worthy of a um, a seat in and and a top car. But when you put it in context that Mercedes has, and listen, we're we're basing George Russell off of one race, right? That one race and what we've seen him do in, in the yeah. Last he car. may struggle. He may struggle. Like, listen, my whole point was that Bottas didn't deserve the Mercedes seat just because you saw what he can't do. Exactly. And, and it's not saying George can do those things, but I'm saying George gets the opportunity. But from the one race we've seen George in a Mercedes and the and his ability to fight in a Williams, it is very promising for George. But it's just like, I feel like those two are going to elevate each other while Max is still just going to stomp on Checo. And like, it's just going to continue being like half a, half a and second And eventually, gas. like, that's the thing. Like, do you want a Mercedes replica with like Max and Checo? Like, you'll need someone to push Max. That's what I'm saying. But I think next year, that's really going to harm them. Like this year, you got away with it because of the FIA rule changes with the high rate, low rate cars. Uh, sorry, the, 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 where they remove um, flooring basically and compartments to benefit high rate cars. But it's like, you're not surprising Mercedes this year. Right? Yeah. Yeah. 
it will be um it's going to be very interesting obviously we're going to have a completely new grid next year new rules new tracks like so much it, well, just so quickly, much what is the, other than miami is there another new track um i think jada will no we're not going to jada no so i mean i'm excited to bring back suzuku and singapore yeah, well yeah like we're gonna have it's gonna be incredible i was also maybe i'm not shocked but you know a lot of drivers were happy to see a new champion like Majority of the grid wanted Max They're haters, bro. You got to think about any sport. When you see someone win too much... You don't want them to win. Yeah, you don't want them to win. It, all, it really felt like the odds were stacked against so it was like... Maybe I'm saying it as a fan, but like it felt like the whole world was rooting for Max. For sure. I mean, it, it, it's definitely not a fan thing. When you think of any dynasty, and Mercedes is a dynasty. Like, yeah, people want to take down the people dynasty. People want to take down the dynasty, and that's, How, that's what they saw. It was unreal when... The virtual safety, when the vert, not the virtual, when the safety car ended and Lewis and Max went and they quickly pulled out to that arena from the two grandstands going down the straight to start the final lap, like to be there and the, the noise, it was, it was crazy. It gave me chills. You think that this is a race where people remember where they are 20 years from now? I mean, if you were there or if you're an F1 fan, for sure. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm like, talking about, like, in general, like, you know, like, the casual fans that just played on, they're like, I remember in 2021 when I watched Max and Lewis again. Yeah, the last no, race. I, we heard it on, on the broadcast after. It's like, this was a very special year in F1. It was, it was. And like we said many, many Don't times. Don't kid yourself. It's not going to be like this every single year. Um, quick note, not, not like we're signing off, but quick note, who do you think Nico was really rooting for? I think Nico was rooting for Lewis. Do you think so? I think so. I think Loki, he was, he was saying that for political things, but I think down, deep down, he wanted to see Max take him down. Yeah. Could you see another Lewis run for four years? Could we what? Do you think you could see Lewis race for another? I know I've asked you this, but let's say like, do you I think? I think, uh, uh, to be honest with you, I think Lewis is going to give it absolutely everything he has next year to get aid. And, and if he quits. gets it, he calls it quits because, you know, not that I want to give Kimi Raikkonen any more air, than I have already, but Kimmy said that you may feel good, but as you get older, you're just not as good as you were. Hey, I hear you, but my thing is like Lewis showed he is still as good. But as But to were. do it for four more years is different. Yeah, like, so no, what I'm saying to you is like theoretically, okay, when he lost to Nico, he came back for four years. So if he continues winning. Like, yeah, let's say he wins next year. Do you think he keeps running it back? That's what I more mean. Like, yeah. Do you think he keeps think, running it back? I, I don't. Loses? I think he wins and he, he does just call it quits. Yeah, that's, um, that's what you say. And this is the other thing. Like, we've now seen Max get his first championship. Like, now, if you're Max, do you take that next step and separate yourself from those first time champs? Or do we maybe never see Max again? I don't think, we, I don't think we, we see Max for another three, four years. Because that's the crazy thing. Like, you win it. Look how hard it was. You know, now you got to try to win and win and win. You know what's going to happen with Max? And I, this is me just like forecasting because I've thought of different theories. Max is going to have a Lewis-esque career. So when Lewis won his first championship at McLaren, he was 23. Max is now 24. He's going to win his first one. He's going to go through a period of like four or five years where he doesn't win. I think it's still going to be heavily Mercedes dominated. He's going to change teams and he's going to win like four in a row. Yeah, I think I don't think we see Max back up there next year for sure. Like, if I'm a betting man, it's Lewis Hamilton or George Russell. Like, I I can I would put if 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 you had put a gun to my head, I would I bet on Mercedes to win the next yeah. 
one. And you know, like heading into this new era, like it's just you know it's supposed to be making things more fair. Like there's all these new regulations that are trying to bring everything closer. But honestly, like what are these bottom feeding teams really do? Like they're hoping for a miracle, but they're still going to be bad. Yeah, I think because you have a budget. That's what that's what they're looking at is that it kind of evens the playing field. But the thing you gotta look at is you're still you're still behind because Mercedes didn't have a budget and they ha- and they spent all the money in the last seven years on developing an engine that's way ahead of yours. So you're still playing on the back foot. Like that's the one thing that we're under underestimating. Yeah, you can take their engine, but they spend a lot of money de- developing their aerodynamics and all that stuff, which you're just Everything behind else. them. Right? They've got the years and years of research. Um, the performance, everything. Do we see, you know, do we see Ferrari really make that leap? It's the first part of the question. And then two, do we see McLaren elevate into that third spot or fourth spot? No, it's it's Ferrari two, Red Bull three, McLaren four. That's what it looks like next year. And, you know, for Ferrari, Leclerc's supposed to be your number one driver. Signs... Finished off the year better than Leclerc. He did. I mean, this is Leclerc had a bad race today. Pit stops didn't really do him well. So, but Carlos has had a stronger finish in a Ferrari car. Yeah, I think it all has to do a lot with strategy too. Leclerc did the early stop, the two, the two stopper, while Sainz stayed on t- for a little bit longer. I mean, you got to look into it deeper. I think Leclerc's had higher highs. Like he was on pole. He's yeah. There's only him and Norris that were on pole. Crazy to think like signs finished on the podium. Remember today. too, right? Like Jensen Button beat Lewis Hamilton in 2009. Crazy. Like you know what I mean? Like it doesn't mean that, and he was the world champion. But it doesn't necessarily mean anything. Now, if it happens for another two years and another year, then you got to kind of ask yourself what what's going on. But I also don't think Leclerc is in that. In that, like I, I really think it's Max, George, and Lando, and then Leclerc and and. That yeah. that's what the young talent looks and, like to me. Yeah, just it will be interesting to see like what happens to Danny Rick. Like next year, he's locked up next year. It, though, right? Next, yeah, but next year if he doesn't perform, like that might be it. See, you I already later, told F1. you. I remember. Do you remember who I said is going to take that seat? Um. Uh, remind me, Pierre Gasly. Pierre Gasly. That's I, right. I can see you uh, and t- ne- after Danny Rick loses the seat, I can see the Pierre Gasly and Lando Norris pairing up. That would be a deadly team. So, like, I know we mentioned earlier, is like, when does Red Bull lock up here? They don't. Is this Checo's last year, or you yeah. think they move on? Yeah. And, you know, this is this will be the joy of what we're doing here with Lifting Coast. Is like, between now and March, man, we're going to be able to cover all of this. Like, we're going to be able to cover what happens with Haas. What happens with these other teams? What oh. do these drivers do? Like, we're going to be able to talk about all this because there's still so much that has to be figured out between now and, and you know, um, off-season training and stuff. So for Haas and those teams, right, <clears throat> what do you think is the best-case scenario? Best-case scenario is you sell. No, I'm not talking about Haas specifically. I mean, like, you're, you're Alpha Merrill, you're your Haas. What is the absolute best-case best case case scenario The best-case is you, you get bought by another team. No, I mean, like... Racing wise, racing wise, nothing. You, because the th- if you look at history in F one, bottom teams does Haas just make it continue to, like to hope? They they don't. You don't think? You, no, they're going to be the worst team. So the best cases are ten. Their best case scenario. The best case 10. is they're in the exact same position as as they are this year, and they've lost more money. But let me ask you this though: Haas did finish fifth one year. 
Yeah, but can they not make it back there? there? That was you come in early. There's momentum. There's highs. You're new to the sport. You have a little bit more spending money. But now that they're budget caps, and listen, budget doesn't affect your personnel, so it, it doesn't, doesn't count yeah. for your personnel and stuff. Yeah, Mercedes but, still has a thousand people on on the payroll. Yeah, but I, but what I'm saying in in general, though, when you look at it, is that. There is there is a limited cap you can work in terms of research and development and all that stuff. So it's like, I don't know, but I, I I'm a, I'm along with you. I don't think they finish better than mine. Listen, I, I've I did some reading and I watched a little bit about bottom teams in F1, and it's like literally they're only there they they only stay in F1 because of two reasons: hope that they'll get better and that never happens, or they'll get bailed out and they'll sell to someone else. Yeah, I mean Williams is an exception, right? I mean, they they did get bought, but uh, Williams has been bad because they're such an historic franchise. Like they they don't have, they're not Haas, right? Like they yeah. have legacy in F one. Um, yeah, I mean, all the teams that have become good, like Red Bull, Ferrari, McLaren, they always sit in mid pack. Even when they're down years, they're still in the mid pack, right? Yeah. So it really shows you the difference. Um, our draggers of the week were absolutely trash. Terrible, George. But, had but, but George had like issues though, right? So. Yeah, he's in a terrible car. I'm sure he is so happy to get out of that car His, today and say, I'm never yeah, getting in it again. Yeah, I mean, that, that kind of brings up, you know, what is up with Mercedes engines? <clears throat> well, you're shifting and all these different things. Mercedes didn't have these issues. Because they've swapped out so many engines because they have the luxury of. So that's, you know, like, it, it is what it is. And, like, I don't want to get into too much of the reliability and stuff like that. Like, do they, do they actually make a great engine? Who knows, man? We'll see. So... Lewis did say it's the toughest year of his career. I'm surprised it's tougher than his Nico Rosberg year. And, um, you know, everyone was asking lean up, like, is this going to be the most rewarding one? He's like, nah. But, like, then he comes on and says, it's it. he got pushed. I think, obviously, it, pro- it probably rivals the Nico year. Do you think this championship is sweeter for Christian Horner than the first one with Seb? No. Nothing like the first one, man. And you know what? Let's not kid ourselves. This is one championship. The seven's a double championship. They were double champions back then. So no, I don't. I think this one may this one may be more memorable, but sweeter I don't think because it's sweeter. they won four straight and then been off for eight years. And now they've climbed the Nine mountain years, again. Yeah. So it is amazing it, to see a team like that because they were able to weather the storm. They've come back but, and won. They didn't win the constructors. It's like it's, that's what I'm saying. It's like you didn't really weather the storm. You got one of the two, right? Like when if they conquered the mountaintop, then I would say yes. But it's like you conquered the mountaintop in 2008. And let's be real, Red Bull was a, considered a, a smaller size team back when they joined in Formula One, right? When they won back in 2009. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's hard. You'd have we, obviously we'd have to talk to Christian Horner. My opinion, though, if I was Christian Horner, no. Because I didn't get two out of two, bro. Like, one out of two is still, like, it's just not a sweet. Yeah. Especially for Christian. I mean, the Constructors is the sweetest. Yeah, for him. Because it shows you, you've run the best team, but... You didn't. You didn't. You, you, ran, you had the best driver. Cool. But the best driver is Max Verstappen-led, not the best team. Like, That's right. One thing that Toto... I know Toto has had to collect his thoughts, and he couldn't do press, but... I mean, like Lou said, he should be proud of his team, man. They put up a fight. They won the constructors. They were clearly in a class of their own in terms of a car. That's the toughest part of it is like, how do you celebrate tonight? Because your team won the constructors and you have to celebrate that, right? 
but everyone was so emotionally attached to Lewis's driver's championship. So it is tough because, you know, obviously Toto wasn't too impressed because he was in the middle of submitting a, a protest, right? Like he's watching it. They're writing it all up. There's a formal process that has to happen. And then by the time, you know, it's late there. It's like, what does the end of tonight look like? Do they celebrate regardless? Um, who knows? I think I, I don't think you celebrate tonight. I think um, when they make it back to uh, London, where their and headquarters are, they you know, for Lewis now, does he just disappear off the grid for like a month? Does he just head to some remote island and no. say, "I'm going dark"? Nah, bro. Lewis is gonna be all hippies and flowers next tomorrow. He's gonna have a post like, "Still we rise." We'll be back of next. Of course, year. he's gonna have that. But you know, it's been a challenging year, and he'll want to decompress somewhere he will but he's not gonna go zero dark 30 lewis is lewis bro you know him he likes to post his little selfies he's gonna post himself uh, relaxing listen we're gonna get off off the pod and there's gonna be so many things that lewis, probably just happened so if lewis goes dark right zero dark 30 just look at uh what's his what's his name is it rocco uh, yeah yeah hang on him and clay thompson's dog have the same name it's rocco it is rocco right roscoe roscoe, roscoe him just look at Roscoe's account. They'll tell you what Lewis is up to. Yeah. He'll post on Roscoe's account. He'll post on dark. Roscoe's account. Um, yeah. I'm sad for Lando. I'm sad that this is, you know, we got to wait till March now to race, man. Like, there's going to be stuff to hey, talk about. But just because we're waiting till March to wait, two things. Doesn't mean we're going to wait till March to put out pods. And doesn't mean you have to wait to get your holiday racing kit. Tell Listen, them a little bit more about the holiday racing kits. Christmas is just a few weeks away. And, we'll, and if you are now an F1 fan, it is a perfect time to get your holiday racing kit from Fanabox. Our friends at Fanabox have got 30% off. Up to. Up to up 30%, 30% yeah. off on all of their holiday racing and kits. And the biggest thing about it is that they have free expedited shipping. Not just free shipping. Free Listen. expedited shipping to most locations in Canada except so if for you're small remote Canuck, areas. Get yourself some F1 gear. Yeah. Head over to Fanabox.com. So you have to wear Max Verstappen gear. We're going to hit up Fanabox for that Max Verstappen I'm gear, a, right? I'm, I'm going to reach out to Max. Yeah. Tell him that I need the finest Verstappen gear possible. No, we're reaching out to Fanabox. Our friends at Fanabox because they have the best merch. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Max. Max, Max. That's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. I'm going to reach out to him. We're going to reach out to Max. By the way, Max is our friend at Fanabox. We're not talking about Max Verstappen. Uh, and you know what? I got to get myself some McLaren gear. I mean, we talked about it. Overall, I know I know what you're saying. You're going backwards, but I I, I look at McLaren's year as an overall success. I don't have any issues with it. Yeah, listen, it's kind of tough for me to even look at anyone else's year right now because I've been so emotionally attached to this championship battle between Lewis and Max, and it was um, it was a great year of F1, man. It was was it a great year? It's a great year because we got to see one of the best duos, um, duels, sorry, in the history of the sport. Listen, we don't talk about basketball much on this podcast. I know we bring it up for references because we're also basketball fans. But I thought 2016, although it was a great year for basketball, it was a terrible year for me. Yeah. So I'm, I'm surprised you can come on and say it was a great year because you're so emotionally attached to Lewis Hamilton and his... Like, league. and that's it. Like, whatever. The rules got bent. I'm not going to harp on that. I don't expect any changes. Like... Max won, and he rightfully so. Like, he had the better year. Overall, he had the better year. He had he the better year, Overall. man. Like, we saw incredible Lewis Hamilton performances down. And we saw the incredible Max Verstappen performances. And 
you know, all all you hope is that it pushes Lewis to come back harder next year. You do for sure. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out to our team. You know, it's the end of F one year. Shout out to our boy Peter. Shout the man behind Keegan. the cameras, man. Yeah, you know, he's he looks like a nice British director today with his black hat on. He, he looks, looks like, like a little Michael Massey. You he know? looks like no, he doesn't. Look, that's some disrespect, bro. Don't call him Michael Massey, bro. But um, yeah, shout out to Peter. Shout out to Keegan. Shout out to our whole team. Shout out to our boy Matthew, aka Lamoni. Bro, I was saving up a big speech for him. Oh. Mr. Matt Lemonius, we'll have you back on. I, I want to say this week to hear your thoughts on the race when we do a little recap. It'll be a little segment. Um, I'm, waiting for your, I'm waiting for your F1 post on Instagram, but I hope you're doing okay, Matt. I hope you're doing okay because you were There's very a lot of Lewis well. fans that are probably just fuming. Obviously, Toto was mad. He's hey, coming he on. He didn't break a headset today. He didn't, but, you know, and, and this is a part that we haven't even talked about was Michael Massey goes on with Christian Horner. We're not going to let the cars overlap, unlap themselves. And then we heard nothing else, and all of a sudden the cars... See, like, that's such a big issue. What happened? Like, it changed in a split second. That's such a big issue because your strategy depends on what communication you're getting. So if you figure that out, then what you probably say is that, listen, we have no shot if we're on the hards. We're going to go softs, and hopefully Lewis can beat Max. Right? Like... It changes your strategy thought. And you know what? It's a good point you brought that up because we didn't talk about that. But it's like saying, oh, we have a red flag. And then you go pit. And like, never mind, it's a yellow flag. Like, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't work strategically. It makes zero and, and listen, sense it's how part he of the game. flopped and he was like, one second, Christian. Any, any you game to, you talk about has human interaction, referees, stewards, yeah. however you want to call them. So they didn't what, flip in Mercedes' favor this year, this time. And... You know what? King Latifi, bro. Long live King Latifi and Red Bull. Do you think they have a picture of Latifi's car Yo, in the Red Bull headquarters? If you are Max and Red Bull, I mean, you almost have to like, he almost should have been up there on the podium with them. Yo, if you're Latifi, I ask uh, Max Verstappen, are you buying Latifi's car crashed car? Or if I you're mean, Red Bull? I mean. I'm buying it as a momentum. Listen, you, may sh- you, might, you might see it on the F1 Authentic site, but. You might see the parts. Max, you um, you owe, you Latifi. owe Latifi. You know how he talked about the $50,000 fines for... But I mean, not only is it Latifi, I think it's you owe Latifi and Mick. Bro, I, remember I said Mick was going to play an income in this championship? He did. His dad? I, I just knew it. It was almost as if Michael Schumacher was looking down and was like... Okay, he's not dead, bro. But he's, I mean, like... Down. When I say looking down, like he was there and he was like, nah, like no one's, he, Lewis ain't getting ahead of me. Oh, yeah. I mean, Lewis, it's happening next year. I, I, I will retract my statement before Hopefully we be get sweeter, there. F- sweeter next year. Hey, I will retract my statement. I thought Lewis was going to win and he was going to come to sleep. Lewis will be your 2002 F1 championship. Put it on wax. Yeah. Give the people what they want. My hot take for 2021 going to 2022. Lewis Hamilton will dominate the driver's championship next year. Yes, sir. So, you said we're not going to disappear till March. So, what can our fans expect from Lifting Coast moving forward? I mean, we got a big guest coming on. <laughs> so got a big guest coming on. Like, like we teased earlier, it is an F1 driver. So, you guys stay tuned for that. We'll try to get more interviews with team personnel. And you know what? We'll recap the year. We'll come on. I mean, we're, we don't only have to be strictly during the season, right? We'll just come on and shoot our thoughts. I think... Like, you're going to find us every week, 
But I mean, there's still maybe you know weeks what, where we come on. You twice. know what me and Kurt want to do? We want to recap the 2018 Lewis lap. So maybe we'll hop on that next week. You know, we're going to talk about. We'll 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 recap like cool moments in F1. We'll be here. Listen, we are dedicated to being the number one F1 pod in North America. Yeah. I, you can tell we're not in British Britain because we don't have accents or in Europe. So, so you know, we're here. We're going to continue to put out premium content weekly. Hopefully premium. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, um, obviously, we're head- heading to the end of the episode. It's been a lot to unpack. Your final thoughts, final words. Like, after you spoke about it. Because you know how, like, after you speak, new emotions come out? Well, how yeah, do you like, feel? Again, I'm happy for Max. Are you actually happy I- for I'm Max? I'm honestly, like... Max won the championship. He was deserving of it. I can't sit here and be bitter. Like, I'm happy for him. And I'm happy that there's now a chance that it really ignites a fire under Lewis. Yeah, I don't think we see Max back on a championship for a long time. And, you know, like, for everyone listening, like, give us your feedback. Let us know what you guys think. I want want to get some some feedback from from the listeners. Like, tell us what you guys think. that called us Lewis stands. Yeah, like... Maybe maybe we should have him on. We'll see if we have him on because remember he said that when Max wins the world championship, he'll come on. So we'll see. But um, my final thoughts is great season. And I think Michael Massey should be removed as race director. Uh, who said that? Christian Horner. But when I, it wasn't in his But favorite. I think Nico Rosberg also said it. Like it should actually they said it should really be a driver, a previous like a past driver who's race director. My whole thing is it's not for this it, it purely is is when you take out the integrity of the sport and the actual hard cut rule, what it which isn't up for interpretation, then it seriously as as a racing fan Kind of have issues with that. Like, honestly, like, I know what entertainment value is. It just is. means there's, like, someone who has this power. To control whatever he wants to control. So, it's you like. You like, it's crazy. But but as a racing purist, like, if you think you're a pure racer, and that is the rule of the track, doesn't that make it less of a race for you because you force-fed Max Verstappen as a champion? Yeah, like, we're giving so much power to one person. But, like, what's the point of having the FIA, then, if one person can... Yeah. Leave it up to interpretation. And think about this too, right? Like, the greatness we saw from Lewis today was taken away by one guy that wasn't Max Verstappen. Yeah. You saw him make his way through the pack. You see him keep his tires. And all that was done away is like, Max didn't have to make his way through the pack without following the rules. No, if you're going to do a yellow, if you're going to be on a yellow flag in a safety car, then let's start the cars properly because that is what it's supposed to be. So, I don't know. I feel like I'll... Like, I know I said we're going to get a race, but hot take, it didn't end as a race. It ended as entertainment. It wasn't really a race because you manipulated rules to give people the best entertainment value. And had all the cars unlapped themselves, the race would have ended on a safety car, right? And you know what? That's fine. Just like the race ended in Spa on a red flag. On a technicality because there's too much rain. Yeah. But you guys are okay making the call there, right? So, it to me, it's just... It puts a bad taste in my mouth for 2021 for F1. And I'm not mad because I'm a Lewis fan. If Lewis won like that, I would have the same feelings. It's just, it doesn't make sense that you bend clear-cut rules. Exactly. Right? Like, it, that's like saying, oh, Max had to switch his, en- uh, his engine. We're not going to give him a penalty because it's the last race of the season. We want to make it entertaining. Yeah. It's really, really tough to swallow. But it, it, it has nothing to do with being a fan of Lewis. It has to do with purely 
the F1 and its rules, right? Can you imagine in basketball or soccer, someone steps out of bounds? No, we want there to be a final buzzer, so we're going to let you keep the basketball. Exactly, and that's that's the toughest part about this is it was a choice made on purely, well, I won racing, so that's what we're going to have. Yeah, and you you could have had racing. Max would just have to make his way through four cars, right? And that is the thing that really bothers me. It's like you either start it properly or you red flag it. And if you red flag it, though, it would have been the same result. No, it would have been. Lewis gets to change his tires. That's true. It would have been soft and soft eight laps to go. Or where he crashed. I'm pretty sure he crashed earlier because I feel like they went through the, the laps a bunch of times. It could be 54%. And I, I mean, yeah, they red flag it, then yeah. Then you, you have get, a real duel. So make it a, duel. Make, make it a, a fair, fair duel. A fair duel, right? Make it a fair duel. Because what was happened was not a fair It was not a fair duel, duel, right? Because it's like... The strategy dip, dip differs. It's in favor of Max Verstappen because he's behind. You always get to react. So, like, red flag it at 54, four laps. Would have been better entertainment, too. I should be a race director on that, on that point. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, when we think about it, wouldn't that have made for so much of a better ending? It would not have put a bad taste in anybody's mouth because you red flag it. Max starts two. Lewis starts one. He has an advantage. They're both on a fresh set, set of soft. And they duel it out. But no. Instead... We had a bogus safety lap rule broken. So crazy. I mean, that's those are my last thoughts. I don't want to get into it too much. I'm sure I'll talk about it f- during the off season, but yeah, that really left a bad taste in my mouth. Speak mouth because, as you know, on this podcast, I've been objective with everything. I've been well. That's fair. That's not fair. And to me, regardless if Lewis won, I would have been talking about it because it's absolutely. I can't swear on the pod. Shout out to our friends at Fan Box, family family site, but it's absolutely horse poop. It is. It is. Take us home, bro. All right. Well, if you're still here with us, thank you. Um, we'll be back with more. We'll probably come back. Um, we'll be back on Tuesday if you're, Tuesday. Not, if you're not sick. We yeah, I'm finally back, we gotta, but we gotta, we'll have to unpack this more. We're going to get off. There's probably going to be more to, to unpack, but. We'll be back Tuesday, Wednesday. Incredible, incredible year. Uh, congratulations, Max Verstappen. Congratulations to Max. And if anybody enjoyed Matt, we'll probably have Matt on for 10 or 15 minutes. Yes, sir. All, All right, right, guys. Peace.